Welcome, soccer fans, to your State of the Republic podcast. My name is Luis, and today I am joined back with my two co-hosts. I think it's been two episodes, but really awesome to have them both back on, uh, Sharon and Jared. First, uh, let's go to Jared, who just recently arrived back to his home in Arizona. How's it going, Jared? How was your OKC vacation? That was pretty good. I uh, got to see the family. Um, actually, some uh, some of my family from Sacramento actually had flown out for part of it. So it was you know great to see them. And you know, I got to meet some of the folks from work at the Oklahoma City office. So overall, it was a win-win and uh, actually had some uh, good food, although I still need to get some more of those uh, pupusas, which I, I unfortunately missed out on at this time. But there'll be a next time I get out there. Oh, what's yeah. A, what's a pupusa again? It's kind of like a stuffed uh, tor- tortilla. They, they take like the uh, some of the masa, uh, and they pat it down. They put uh, to- uh, toppings in it, like um, meats, cheese, and stuff like that, and they kind of roll it up and flatten it. It's, for lack of a better word, it's like a tortilla fritter. Got more it. Or less. It almost sounds like a samosa. Some samosa, uh, Indian food. Eh, almost, kinda, almost, not really. Kind of like that. It's a uh, salvadoreño food. Oh, I know what that is. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't mean to drag on the podcast uh, talking about food. This is not the Food Network. <laughs> this is State of the Republic podcast about soccer. But we, <laughs> I made a chocolate pie earlier this week. So I don't know. Maybe it is a Food Network. <laughs> In the off season, we'll, we'll talk all about the kind of food you could buy at Harkel Park. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, how are you doing, Sharon? Hey, I'm doing good. I didn't realize last night at the at the match, the Wednesday night match on the on the thir- was it the 13th? Yeah, um, that they actually had conchas. Um, they had oh. a, a truck. Yes, they had one of the trucks. They had a, they were featuring you know Mexican or Hispanic heritage uh, month essentially. And last night was another another fun night. So they had a few different food trucks, but they had a concha truck. And I was like, oh man, I wish I would have known what that was. And it was a sweet little tiny truck off to the side, Luis. It was kind of near the, when you first come in, it was right near there. Oh man. Cause I would have taken some home, not that I need them, but anyhow, I'm doing good. Today was a very busy day. I have no washing machine at this point, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, everybody has to be washed up every once in a while or something has to get washed up. And we're hoping that the Republic is not washed up for the season. And we're going to talk about some possibilities moving forward. And how are you? I'm doing better than I would be if we would have lost yesterday. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we we saw uh, some improvement and we saw just the last minute goal. And I can finally say I can celebrate something this month. <laughs> right. Uh, so that that was really great. But now that you talk about conchas, I, I am now craving one and I have to figure <laughs> out what store I can go around here. Maybe not at this time because they're probably already all closed at this time. But Correct. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I would have known that, you know, because I would have gone and bought one. And, and I'm assuming that they were probably hot, almost like fresh out of the oven. Yeah, recently I think so. Oh. Yeah, I think. I think that was the nature of that truck, the concha truck. They also had right next to the concha truck, they had Daisy's desserts. And those are the ones that make those hot little donuts. The brand, I mean, they're like right, they're small little puffs of a donut, but you can get like 12 of those little, oh man, they're so good and they're hot and they're better than a churro. You know, the flavors are, yeah, really, really good. 
See, now hearing all this talk about the Concha has got, got me wanting to head over to La Esperanza over on Franklin Boulevard. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a favorite. <laughs> that's a favorite place. Yes. And Sac Republic takes a turn and goes into the Food Network business. <laughs> well, we, we might do better in, in, the, in the season <laughs> of Chopped. I think we can do good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ch- Chandos was on on Chopped, by the way. If you know, if I don't know if anyone here knew or in no. any of our listeners, but he was actually on Chopped. So wow. g- go check that out. Uh, you know, it's I don't know what network it's on anymore, but <laughs> go check it out because it's it's really awesome. I mean, it's it's really cool when you see someone local who is really well known in the Sacramento area just be on that show. So yeah. Well, uh, Sharon, uh, we, we talked about it before we started recording, and we want to start doing this as a tradition during most of our episodes. So can you go ahead and introduce to us our new segment? <laughs> hey, thank you, Louise. So we've given it some thought, and we've been finding ourselves um, being having expressing gratitude to different people or different situations or aspects of either the game. And, you know, it's almost like a, our love letter, but you can't really say, you know, state of the Republic love letters as the segment. So I think uh, letters of gratitude, who knows, or, you know, notes of <laughs> like letters, you know, we really like you or really like something like letters. We'll figure out the the title. Maybe that can be the unsolved mystery. Help us find the title for our new segment of, um, finding some gratitude for different things. And I think Luis has somebody he would like to mention uh, with respect to some gratitude, and then we can all chime in after that. Yeah, I actually, I got a couple of different uh, people to actually mention here. So first, I want to start with Jessica. Uh, thank you so much, Jessica, because she actually let me go inside the stadium post game, be able to walk around. I, I took my friend and we we had a blast being able to just walk around the pitch, go go to the goal net where we got scored on to look at how the grass looked like. And it didn't look great. <laughs> there were a couple of holes. Uh, there was a lot of dirt in the area where the <laughs> goalkeeper was standing at. So I, I, I was a little worried about that, seeing the conditions in that part. But overall, I mean, it was just a really great experience to be able to do that post game. So thank you so much. It's definitely one to remember. Uh, and I think it's probably the first time that I actually walked literally just minutes after the game ends uh, on the pitch. So that, that was uh, an awesome experience there. Also a shout out to my friend, Maddie, who actually I, I took to uh, her first ever Sacramento Republic game. She's actually from the area. She had never been to a game. And so I think we might have a new fan. And uh, it kind of goes back to what I've said before. If you know someone who hasn't been to a game, please go take them. There's still two more games this season. And you never know. They might get hooked and they might want to come back next season. And we might have a new fan there. Want to thank the team as well <laughs> for actually giving us that goal, like I mentioned before, because I, I had a blast and I was able to see it close by because I was actually in TBB section when the goal came by. And so it, it, it was a really awesome experience to be there and to uh, be able to have the smoke as much as it didn't smell like it used to smell in TBB area and Jared. You might have to figure out what's going on there, but it did not smell like, I, I don't know if it was cinnamon, vanilla, but it used to have a better smell and <laughs> smell wasn't all that great, but we scored a goal. I was so happy we were celebrating, but the you smoke could have been smell. better. <laughs> when they score, you can deal with the smell. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, let's go to you, Sharon. 
Yeah. So, so this is funny. I got there really early because there was like no traffic on the road. So I sat and I watched the parking lot come to life. You know, I always love watching a stadium come to life, but the stadium wasn't open yet. Watch the parking lot come to life. And I really got to give a shout out to Rosa. She, she was so adorable. She was like one of the, she was like the first car there. Her car was one of the very first fan cars there in the, in the tailgate area. And I wandered over to her and her friends. And I met all of her friends that she brought. She brought a ton of people yesterday to last or to the game Wednesday night. And then everybody else that, you know, trickled in and started filtering in. Everyone was just so um, just collegial and just warm. Um, Heather, she was just so sweet. I mean, she's one of those people that you can just hug her, go up, hug her again, hug her again. Same with Rosa. You could just continuously hug them. And then after the game, you know, I just want to thank them for being just who they are. And then after the game uh, bumped into Chrissy and it was, it was delightful because she has a real good rapport with my sister. Everybody, if they can't remember my sister's name, they just call her sister out loud, really loudly. And she responds, my sister loves it. She loves that, that camaraderie. And we definitely felt the camaraderie last night with with those folks and want to say thank you to Connor because he said something last night when he was doing the birthday shout outs he called you Luis he was giving everybody else you know you know happy birthday to Joe blah 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 he got to your name he paused for a second and I want to give a special happy birthday to my friend Luis and I thought that was just so sweet you know to be considered when somebody says that they're your friend it's a real special feeling and I kind of got a warm and fuzzy on that one um, so, you know, thank you, Connor, for always thinking of us. And, you know, if you're listening to this, Connor, or if you're listening to this, Nabi, I still consider you part of the Incredibles, but Connor will probably be asking you a few questions during, <laughs> during the podcast, whether you can get them answered or not is a whole nother thing, but, you know, we just really appreciate the warmth. Yeah. You know, I was actually just going to mention Connor as well, because I was like, I, I know there was one more that I wanted to mention and I had next words right down. out of your mouth. Yeah, I, I just didn't words. want to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> but I got you for it. I so we're good. We're good. We we both feel the same way about Connor. Oh yeah. That, that was an awesome surprise. So yeah, thank you so much, Connor. It's it's really awesome to not only see your name on the screen, but also to get that nice message as uh, such as well. So uh, we yeah. really appreciate that. Jared, any special shout outs? Well, this kind of goes uh, backward in the season, but uh, this kind of goes uh, back to the Vegas trip uh, around uh, Labor Day uh, to uh, my fellow Southwest correspondent, Jennifer, and, and her husband for uh, being so so uh, so gracious and welcoming me to, to the match, uh, especially the second half. Um, not only did uh, we feed off of each other's energy once the uh, Republic uh, scored, but uh, also while I was watching the game, uh, they actually uh, – Asked if I wanted anything, I was like, um, I, I, I got, you know, hadn't really thought of anything, but uh, I was like, oh heck, you know, one one of the uh, uh, Haritos uh, sodas, because you know, I I didn't want to get a beer right then and there, but uh, they just went ahead and got and got me one of those uh, orange uh, uh, Haritos. I mean, granted, yes, they sponsored the, the uh, Lights FC, but still, it's a, it's a good soda. I mean even if it probably has more sugar than uh, Pepsi or Mountain Dew or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, they were, they were awesome hosts, you know, uh, walked me into uh, Las Vegas for po- possibly the, be- the best match, better than the uh, the other one that I went to because we actually won this one. 
But um, yeah, most gracious uh, host, and can't wait to head back there uh, next year. And uh, who knows, maybe we could even, uh, I guess for next year, uh, break into new territory because we're going to Monterey next year. We might find some uh, Republic of Steve fans out there. Who knows? But uh, most appreciative uh, of them. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, Jared. I thought for some reason I was going to hear something about an elote, you know, or something like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, anyhow. I was actually just going to say uh, jarritos is actually made from cane sugar, right? So maybe it might have a little bit more, but it might actually be the better option, right? Right. Yeah. I'm just depending jarritos. <laughs> No, no, no. They're a good brand. I mean, I, I like them. I mean, I'll, I, if I don't get the jarritos, I'll sometimes go with the uh, a Senorial a Sangria soda. Oh, you know, I've never had it before. I've never, I've always seen it, but it's it's kind of it's kind of like a great a grape wine, but uh, without the alcohol. So it's just like the the flavor of it. Oh, okay. That might be this an is, option for me then. <laughs> this is so funny. We're back on food again. <laughs> but my my favorite habitos is tamarindo. Um, mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like the I like tamarindo. Anyhow, all right. <laughs> let's get into the game. Let's let's. <laughs> okay, so that closes our first episode of of gratitude, or you know, put your put your comments in as to what you think it should it should be. If we can't figure out what to call this uh, segment, this new segment, then uh, we'll lean on y'all. Thank you. I think I have one suggestion: golazos of gratitude. <laughs> golazos oh. of gratitude. Golazos of gratitude. I, I like that. Uh, do you like that, Sharon? It I can say it, so I think it, it will work. Okay, yep. okay. We got a name. So, sorry, everyone listening, but yeah, it, we, we got it. a name. <laughs> Colazos of gratitude. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, let's go ahead then and get uh, right into this game. And, and luckily, we are in a much better attitude, as you all can hear. Uh, even though we didn't get the three points, at least we didn't go empty-handed, uh, as was the case. And other matches especially at home <laughs> this year so one thing i want to point out really quick before we get going very far it was very evident just by watching the match from where my vantage point was that our possession we were we were in possession of the ball a lot more than los dos and i was talking to my sister and her friend that came raul and i said okay so the team that possesses the ball the most typically will win because when you have the ball, you can win. And I think I saw a lot of good possession, but let's start with looking at uh, what we're looking at right now. Luis guide us through this. Yeah. So I, I do agree. I think we definitely had more possession in the first half, a lot more opportunities without a doubt. And, and a lot of chances that should have been a goal. I mean, luck was just not on our side right <laughs> we were just no. not getting our shots where they were supposed to go but i have to say i really enjoyed seeing malik foster first of all back in the starting lineup as i had mentioned before you need to have <laughs> that guy starting games that guy's quick that guy is not going to stay on the ground too long unless like you said they call a foul in the previous show <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i listened to the previous show and boy was i ranking on guys who weren't gonna get up right away and i think they heard it because i did not see a whole lot of flat uh you know the other team yes but our team no they got up it's like you know pete got tackled hard and i was like oh no he's gonna stay down nope he got right back up it's like thanks guys for listening love it 
Yeah, oh yeah, isn't it great, right? When somehow they actually listen to us and, and do that. Like coach sometimes does that, right? With a lineup, especially in this game. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, Malik didn't actually get his goal right in the first half. I, I thought for I was almost certain that he would almost get a goal just because of how many opportunities he had. And he had a shot that passed like so close. If you guys remember it, the ball. Oh man. And I, th- I think it was him. I might be wrong, but I think it was him. You guys are correct. It was a hard angle. It was a hard angle. And you know, we all thought we saw it and oh man, we thought it was going in for sure. Cause it was right in front of me. If, if the replay of, of some of our <laughs> attempts, you might, you might see me up there because we were in the, we're in the, up on the stage. The ball, I, I don't know if, if you guys saw what I saw, though, but to me, it looked like the ball was going in slow motion. It, it was the most dramatic, almost heart attack moments where you're like, is it going to go? Is it going to go? And it just like scratched the post. I, I couldn't believe it. It seemed like there were a couple shots like that. I mean, they, they just barely tap it in and it's like, oh, come on, come on. Just maybe about about a half an inch, or two inches more. Uh and I mean, they, there were at least it seemed like two, maybe three shots that were just that close to just veering in and going in into the net. But unfortunately, physics weren't on our side. So that, that was basically the first half, right? I mean, it was just a lot of our opportunities, not too many opportunities for L.A. I, I thought going into the second half, if we keep playing this way, I think we get the three points and we might even win this with a two goal lead. Uh, I was really hoping for that two nil, um, especially because I actually participated in their uh, pregame prediction. If you guys saw that on the Republic app where oh, you yeah. win prizes and uh, I put two zeros. So I was hoping for that, but <laughs> fortunately it didn't happen. Um, you and, were hoping so, for the reverse Los Dos, that Los Dos would be our score. Yeah. I was hoping, yeah, I was hoping for the, the two zero, on the other side. And I think, I mean, they played much better in this game than they did when we played against them two weeks ago, right? When we saw them, I think it was like two weeks ago. Um, we played much better than in that game. I don't know if it was because we were playing at night now versus the other game. It was more afternoon, but I don't know what, but in this game, I, I noticed that they had a little bit more sense of urgency and knowing what their situation was. And coach had said some of those words, uh, before the game where uh, they were just going to practice the same way, but they of course knew how important it was to get the three points in this match. And, you know, it just, unfortunately it just didn't work out for us, but they had their chances. And unfortunately we didn't see this coming in the second half, but LA galaxy gets their goal in the 57th minute in a interesting play too. Right. And we were talking about whether maybe the, Referee could have called a foul on this play and maybe the whole play wouldn't have happened. But regardless, he didn't call it. They get the goal. And I I mean, I have to say it again. I said it in the last show, but I think in this goal, it's all Hayden, right? That was Hayden's man. He shouldn't have let him actually pull the shot. But all that time, he it looked like he didn't want to drop him, of course, right? I mean, you don't want to get a foul and all that. But he really should have just fouled the guy right outside the area. He could have done it there. True, it would have been a really dangerous foul, but you just can't just act like you're going to pull the guy. And then once you're in the box, you know, you're not going to do it, right? You're going to give him a penalty. And unfortunately, he didn't do anything. He just 
stayed there and guy did what he wanted and, and got his goal. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, he was just trying to be super a Superman cape uh, on him, just just tug and tug and tug, and referees just uh, sitting with, with their thumb in their ear, and of course, it leads to a goal. <sighs> I mean, but, but then again, are we surprised? No, especially with all the fouls that you know, were against us. I mean, once again, twelfth man in a match goes it goes to the rest for FA. So this happened, it felt so slow motion because I was actually sitting in the, up on the stage and I, I watched it coming at me. And first of all, how, how, how did that one guy get free? And who's, you know, I always wonder who's making recovery runs. What's the positioning of everybody on the field? And it looked like Hayden was awkward at that point. It just, instead of trying to run and beat him around the ball, he put his arm on the player and tried to stay on his player, he would have been better off, I think, letting the letting go of the player and making a run to cut that uh, to cut the angle, the shooting angle, you know. But but he's it, it, that's a tough one. There was no first defender, second defender situation. He was solo. He was the solo defender. He was up a creek. He had you know he had no help, you know. And I don't think that that was an offside situation at all. I mean, it could have been. Um, like Jared said, you know, the referees were no help. It was just, it was tough. It was, it was a hard one to watch. Um, cause it was literally right in front of us. And Carlos, I mean, we were screaming, you know, get back up. No, you know, you know, do get the next one, get the next one, you know, don't let the heads go down. And I saw a bunch of our veteran players saying the same thing after they scored on us, which was kind of a high point. Pete Penanen was like doing that hype getting everybody hyped up like don't put your head down you know because if you if you watch the body language of both Hayden and Dan you know heads went down right away um but um not Pete Pennington I mean he just basically rounded up the players and said let's go and get this their goal celebration everybody saw their goal celebration uh put added like gosh a minute or so to the clock and if you saw Right after they scored, we grabbed the ball, we get it back upfield, we set it up. Our men were in position to start, and they were just kind of like waiting for the referee to end that freaking goal celebration and get the players going again. So I praise our guys for just like, come on, let's get let's get going. Let's let's get back working again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, there's nothing you can say really about the goal. It was just an awkward, it was awkward, you know. That's all I can say because it looked awkward from our vantage point when we were watching it. It just felt like slow motion awkwardness. Yep. <laughs> you know, I just got spotted because we're watching <laughs> we're watching the highlights. And yep, that's yep, yeah. you can spot my hair a mile away. You're, you're right there. Yeah. I was like, oh, you you guys got it. Yeah. If, if there was no gold net there, it, you guys would have probably caught the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the ball. Ah, very good. And I don't know. I mean, I guess also Saldana, I think, was a bit out. Maybe he could have been a little bit more back. Uh, I, I don't know why he was so far out. I think he was but... expecting it to be. Um, I, I think he was. A re- I honestly think he was expecting Hayden to be beat. And so in that situation, it it's going to feel to the keeper like a 1v1. You know, the uh, attacker and him, it, you know, that's it. 
And so he was, he was doing uh, kind of what you're supposed to do. He was, he was cutting as much angle as possible. If he was further back, he would have given up more uh, of the goal face, but by coming forward the way he did, because it was essentially going to be almost a one V one, he gave the shooter less of a space to shoot too. You know what I mean? Um, Trigonometry, um, his, his positioning is probably okay there. Had he been back farther, the net would have been more open. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I, I think he was, I think he was okay, but there was really nothing he could do. I mean, he had no idea when the player was going to shoot. He just was ho- probably hoping upon hope that Hayden didn't foul him. So it wasn't going to be a PK, um, but it ended up the way it was. We were not happy with that. You know, we were pretty pissed. Uh-huh. It was right in front of us, but. But I mean, the good news was, is that we had a couple of other opportunities later. And I think we're going to take a look at these um, of our of our opportunities in the second half. And then finally, the goal mm-hmm. that we scored. So we didn't go home empty-handed or stay home empty-handed, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Or, or for those of us who had a try back, right? So we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're the ones that didn't go empty-handed. Right. I'm glad that you yeah. mentioned the goal celebration, though, because that, that was one thing that I did notice. And for, first of all, before I even say that, the celebration, I think, was the dumbest celebration I've ever seen in the history of our stadium. For It doesn't matter if it's our team or the opponent team, but yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I've, I've never seen someone just do something like that, but it's those toes, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, they were killing they were killing the clock, and now, um, I don't know if you, well, you were in the TVB, um, right after this goal celebration, every time uh, um, Oh, uh, uh, Justin Von Steeg, their goalkeeper, got the ball and, you know, had six seconds to play it out. <laughs> Guess what the TVB did? They counted the seconds to help the referee understand the time wasting and, you know, the duration that the keeper is allowed to hold the ball before he puts it back in play. So Tower Bridge Battalion, another um, golazo of gratitude to you. Uh, thank you for, for helping the referee understand um, basic counting i i was actually one of those <laughs> I, I, I was one of those uh, and it was literally me and chrissy well chrissy was like uh, right at, at the bottom you know she's always good. at the bottom she's not really in the bleachers there yeah, most of the time a, well she has a good voice so yeah oh yeah it, it helped a mm-hmm. lot so uh, i'm glad you also mentioned that too so yeah chrissy and me were actually not just shouting right and we had other people joining us too as they heard us actually shouting the numbers yeah. right doing the uh countdown or count up right oh, because we're actually yeah. counting up <laughs> right what time um, you got to 10 you guys got to 10 actually i got to like 15 at one point, point i think <laughs> yeah because <laughs> uh, you know my hands weren't like enough right so i had to like just flash like the 10 and the five <laughs> that's but so funny it, it, i'm glad it, that i'm glad we're doing that that's fun yeah uh, i'm really glad they did that you know that's something that i asked for right remember i think uh, like a month or two months ago i was like why doesn't TVB start counting this? You need to start counting this, even if the goalkeeper is still wasting time, but at least you get the people pumped up in the area and realizing, right. oh, he's actually wasting time. That is not yeah. good, right? And right. and maybe even the referee, if they finally <laughs> hear us, because it, it just wasn't acceptable because he he had plenty of times where he wasted time. And I well, was we like, did, we did get four of... minutes added on, you know, to, to the second half, we got four minutes added on for all of the whatever, but 
at the end of the day, let's take a look at the, <laughs> let's take a look at any of our attempts. We're done with this goal. It sucked that they scored and it sucked that they had this long celebration, but we tried to come back. Yeah. But like you said, though, credit to our team because our team was ready to continue on with the game, right? They were still over there. And I, I don't know if we look at referee rules or whatnot, what they could do, maybe uh, give a yellow card to the goal scorer, or what? Because they, they were clearly all just wasting time. Their full squad was over there in the celebration and our team was ready. I mean, at, at one point, I remember I was shouting, to the referee, like, yeah, just, I just, just yeah. let us already start, right? I yeah, mean, no, that's what I here, just said. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. just let's just do that. But it's just unacceptable. I don't know. They need to make sure that that gets stopped because you shouldn't have everyone's team celebrating out so far and then walking back. Like, yeah, I felt like it was it was a big it was a big like just insult. I think to our team and what they did. But but we moved on to the next uh, couple of plays too. They had a couple of opportunities as well, too. Of course, right, we had more. But, uh, you know, at this point, they were doing a lot of counterattacking. And uh, to our good fortune, Saldana was actually doing pretty good, uh, oh as, as we'll see. And oh. especially at the end of the game, right, he had just the game-saving play. Which, oh. Yeah. It, oh, and those shots, <laughs> they were not easy. The shots that, that he saved, they were not easy. They were nothing was easy for Carlos. I mean, he made it look easy. But that stuff was coming in as a rocket. And then before we get our goal, and everyone will recall this, we had two goals that were called off as offside. And we were just really mad because these two goals came in, like I think within five minutes of one another. And it it just got to that point where you were like, they just don't want us to score. And I know, Sharon, you say you took a look at the first offside goal and actually it was offside. Uh, we haven't seen the second one. Uh, I have my doubts, but I won't really say it until uh, I go back on ESPN Plus and actually take a look at that. But it, it was a little bit close from the angle that I had, and I don't know what happened there. But uh, the first one you said it, you, to you, oh, it's the corner kick. Oh yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, the corner kick was definitely offside because it wasn't the um, it wasn't the player, and I'm trying to remember who it was that received the ball. He was in an onside position. It was the ball that was played second um, Mm -hmm. to somebody else off to the left. Then he was in the offside position because it was just our guy. um, Both of our guys, one was ahead of the other. So, yep. So then we move on to the actual goal, right? 87th minute after just trying and trying, we finally get our reward. And it, it was a pretty good play. And I have to say that... This goal should have been Emil Cuellos. It's such a big shame that it wasn't. And this would have been goal of the week, no doubt about it. Um, goalkeeper manages to get a hand on it just slightly. Uh, and then it actually hits the post. And, I mean, it was a wild play. But when I saw that, we were like, this can't be happening to us. We're getting a post now. <laughs> First offside goals, now this. Like, it, it, what's going on with this, right? And I think to our luck, once it hits the post... Uh, Cameron was just looking at the ball, right? Following the ball, which is something that we've asked for this season. And he sees Darek open. And rather than Cameron deciding, like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just, like, kick the ball in, which he could have, right? Maybe he would have scored because he was right in front of the net. He thought, let me just pass it to Darek, who has a much better opportunity to make sure that goalkeeper doesn't miraculously actually manage to stop it here. And... Dari gets his goal and adds one more to the tally this season. So what what'd you guys think of this goal? 
Yeah, Jared, what did you see when you when when you were watching the match? Yeah, I I just saw the ball coming down, the smack and smack the post, the rebound, and then Derek was uh, at the right place, right time, just to, to knock it in. I mean, nothing new for him, but uh, just so glad it happened uh, that he was able to, to punch it in. I mean, that was our saving grace uh, because otherwise, if if for some reason if that had been missed, which there have been goals that in that territory early this season that have been barely kicked in and didn't go in this one. He nailed the coffin in as far as this goes. So great, uh, great uh, presence of uh, location on both um, Darek's end as well as uh, Cam Iwasa's. So this definitely worked out. Yeah. And whether, and I agree with you, both of you and whether Cam what woofed it, you know, cause it kind of hit him on the um, inside of his left foot and it kind of flung off to the left and I don't know if he was trying to deflect it back into the goal. It, it was perfectly, whatever he did was perfect for uh, Derek to, um, you know, to, to finish. Cause it almost looked like Cam could have whiffed it, but you know, how do you think that quickly that you, so it didn't matter with or not with it, you know, Emil Cuellos goal should have been scored, whatever, but um, would have loved to have had him have that confidence, but he's shooting. Thank goodness for shoot shots. But um, yeah, Cam did to dark. And then Cam, did you see his body language? He went and got that ball. And it's like, we're going to come back. We still have time on the clock. We're going to keep working. And our guys, the final several minutes that, you know, we got a chance to play, they played, um, well, there's a word that I want to use, but I won't. They, they played full on, you know, for the remainder of the match, they were all in. So and right now we're watching in the 96th minute, um, which was supposedly the four, we had four minutes of extra time, stoppage time. There was a lot of stoppages, so they attacked on appropriate amount of time. There was a free kick taken by Los Angeles um, in, the, in the final seconds of the match that our, oh man, Carlos saved the bacon. He lined the wall up perfectly so that he could still see what was going on. And the ball was just a rocket into the upper left corner and Carlos got both hands on it and deflected it out. He's very good at parrying the ball. And I think that's one of the, the keys to his goalkeeping ability is, is his ability to see the ball all the way in and to parry it out. Um, but it wasn't shortly thereafter um, that the game was called and it was over with a one, one tie. And then speaking of time, I know this kind of goes backwards, but I had noticed on the broadcast it was wasn't even the full on 45th minute. It was like at 44 minutes and maybe 46 uh, seconds or so. They they blew the whistle for the half early. I mean, apparently there was no stoppage time, but usually you wait till it hits 45 <laughs> to, to, to blow the whistle. So technically we got cheated a, a few seconds out of that first half. <laughs> we, we want our money back for those few seconds. <laughs> that's a good observation because i noticed that too at the stadium jared and i was actually shouting as well i was like come on referee we didn't even get 45 full minutes you're ending it earlier you don't do that you're not supposed <laughs> to do that and it brings me memories to the crystal friendly that i just watched two weeks ago where the referee did the same thing and that game actually deserved to get extra time let me tell you because there was a fight and yeah things happen and everyone knows what happened but yeah yeah 
So, so, so our subs, I like the sub sequencing that we did in this match. I, I enjoyed the sub sequencing. I mean, I could have, there's a couple, one player, maybe that, you know, whatever. Um, but it was nice to see how many Villarreal in it was, you know, it was just nice to see, um, Emil get some time. It, you know, it's just, it was nice to see the subs the way in the time frame that they were done. Um, I don't think they pulled anybody out early. I don't think they let anybody stay on too long. Um, it was good that Malik got sub because, you know, he gives so much that they really needed fresh legs. So was happy with, you know, his sub and I was happy for the Carl, not happy, but, you know, I was pleased to see the Carlton Belmar sub. So Emil Coyo could come in, you know, I, I, even before the game started, I was all like, I hope get a chance to see Emil Coyo you know, do his magic. Cause I think he's got something going on. And I was glad to see Luis Felipe co- come back as well. After oh. starting that two game suspension, yeah. but of course the referees, they got to give him that the usual yellow roses Freaking yellow rose. Oh. Oh, I agree. I know it's, it's funny because I know Luis and I, we have, we feel so strongly and we all three of us feel very strongly for having Luis Felipe on the pitch always. And we mm-hmm. said it at the last podcast, uh, uh, Luis Urbano, our podcast guy, um, we were talking about how quickly Luis Felipe sees the game. He sees it faster than a lot of other people see it. Um, and we need that. We need his speed of vision. And he's not afraid to take a shot outside the box, right? And and to a decent do that. Shot. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's not going <laughs> to skyball it. Like, you know, he's not going to be that guy in the defense that takes a shot and then we kind of mumble, and that's why you're a defender, you know, because they miss it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's not he's not trying for those fifty meter kicks as if he was joining the Sacramento Suns uh, Aussie Rules Football Club. I mean, believe me, the, the Suns can, the Suns can win championships on their own, and they have. Let's not give them any help. It, yeah. it stays below and it goes in the net. It does not go several several, uh, several feet above the, the goal. This, this can- soccer. <laughs> We can name a defender too. It's like you guys, if you're going to take a shot on goal, you know, we're proud of you for trying to shoot, but sometimes when, when a defender does it, it's like skies and it goes up and over the VIP section. That's why you're a defender. That reminds me that that scenario you're talking about actually happened yesterday. I know. You- it, it almost landed on the bar, the VIP bar, right? It was really close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oof, that was such. I, I can't what? imagine how much damage they would have done, especially the ball. Was that Hayden? No, no. I think it was Malik. Malik lost his footing. He leaned yeah. backwards. Oh, I, I know why. I know why Malik's shot went the way it was. My sister was asking me, and she goes, she goes, what happened there? And I said, because he didn't take the shot when he was moving and running forward. He stopped, stood on the ball, and then tried to shoot. <laughs> You can't shoot very well from a standstill. You know, you you actually have mm-hmm. to have a different type of momentum unless you're freaking awesome. And that's and and then it just yeah, it sailed. It was kind of funny. I said he <laughs> he didn't have his weight over the ball. He had no motion, no forward motion whatsoever. He was static. He was standing. And he should have taken the shot with his left foot. And he had an opening. We we saw it because we were like, there it is. And then he dribbled a little bit more and then he put it on another foot then he stopped and then he shot and went high but it was a it was a hard <laughs> shot but it was yeah it was into the vip bar it, yeah thank you Luis, for remembering that it was malik i love oh, yeah. you malik but yeah 
Let's so, not start singing up there Kazali just yet, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> you start selling them high like that, we're gonna put you back in there in the back row with Hayden Sargis. <laughs> that that or I'll see if I can get some contacts with, with my Port Adelaide powers, see if they may need someone, you know, during the off season or something like that. He's pretty but, quick, he might be good. <laughs> he is quick. <laughs> you know, the, the funniest thing was that just minutes before that happened. I was just telling my friend, oh, yeah, you know, they put a net back there for the VIP people. So the ball goes over there. It won't actually hit them. And then this <laughs> happens. And she, she, she was trying to, like, ask me, like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? And then we looked at the replay and we're like, oh, it passed just so close to the bar right there. Okay. That, yeah. that was crazy. <laughs> so here's the deal. They had a concert. At, that's probably why the field's a little torn up. They had a concert there over the weekend. I forget. It was some country Western thing, I think. And they take the net down. They take that that protective mesh down mm-hmm. when they have concerts, right? So that there's interaction between the stage and fans. Well, <laughs> when they put it back up, it wasn't put back up all the way high like it normally oh. is. And we noticed that because when they were doing warm-ups, there were balls zinging in to the VIP section le- left and right. Just zinging in, you know, because the guys were taking shots, um, uh, not drinking shots, but shots on roll. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they oh, hopefully not. <laughs> maybe they should have taken a couple of shots before. Or the maybe, game. Yeah. So, yeah, just go get relaxed, guys. You know, <laughs> chill out a little bit, have some fun, play with some joy, play with a couple shots. Anyhow, so yeah, no, they just didn't raise that protective net up. Maybe by Sunday they'll get it right. Hey, Connor, tell your buddies that are in charge of the field, Scott sees. You know, get that get that protective netting up just a wee bit higher, okay? Okay, we're good. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, the, they should, especially because you know we don't want some bottles <laughs> going going to waste. Because I'm sure they, they cost a lot, right? So you, yeah. you need to make sure. I mean, a player's going to have to pay for them, and it, they might take a lot of their money, right? So <laughs> uh, make go. sure it's good. It was a good match for us, even though we didn't actually get the win. Uh, I mean, just the fact that we got that last minute tying goal, I, I think that when you get that goal like that, it almost feels like you won the match, especially when you had so many opportunities and you finally get the uh, goal that you've been wanting to get. And so it, it was just really unfortunate that we didn't get three points in this match because it's been what I like to say, like our the story of our season where We've had games where we should have gotten the three points. Like, there's no doubt about it because we had more opportunities and whatnot. But one little mistake out back, and then they got the game, they won the game. And more often than not, we were talking about a loss. And so I like this attitude. I like that that sense of urgency was there. I just wish we would have seen this more early on the season, right? Because right now we're practically at the end of the season already. And with this match being as critical as it was because LA Galaxy 2 was a direct rival that was three points above us. I I just I felt like I felt like this was it for us. And now I know people might say I'm going from being optimistic to being pessimistic <laughs> from one game to the other, but realistically speaking, and we'll actually take a look at it right now. Uh if, if you guys take a look at the standings. It's not looking as great, right? And and even though one might say, well, you know, we have 33 points and LA Galaxy 2 is at 36, you're still three points away from them. Well, the issue comes where you notice that LA Galaxy 2, Oakland Roots, Tacoma Defiance have one game in hand, right? They still have to play that game. If they win, 
they're going to be even more further on than you are. If they lose, then okay, there might be a chance there, but you just depend on so many different factors that it, it just becomes to look like it's a really bad situation on our part, especially because Orange County, who we had hoped could still be there, right? To still give us some hope that we could have yeah. that fourth spot because they were in third place with 37 points before. They ended up being Jared's uh, current town's rival, uh, Phoenix Rising, and we were not expecting that, right? We, we just talked about it in the last show. OC was like on a downhill slope, and all of a sudden, along comes Phoenix to say, eh, you know what? We'll, we'll give away some three points, just like we did that one time uh, against uh, other teams that you were also fighting against. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll give them the points, right? Let's make sure that they don't get that third spot <laughs> or that they still don't qualify. And I know Jared, Jared has probably some feelings on that note. It, it sounded like Phoenix's winning attitude that they had for most of the season uh, decided to pull a SpongeBob and said, I, I'm a head out. Because, I mean, a couple we- a week or two ago, they lost 3 nothing uh, to this very same Los Dos. And they lost one nothing to Orange County. So it seems like Phoenix is like, you know, we secured a berth. We're just going to coast the rest of the regular season. You know, we'll, we'll wait till that first round to really do something. Or they'll wait till the 23rd of this month to really do something, right? Is ah, <laughs> no. how, how it seems on, like. Pox on you. No, we don't want them to do something on the 23rd. We don't want Phoenix to they, rear their ugly heads. Well, we they, can, they can do something. They can take a massive L. <laughs> that would be nice yeah but oh. yeah no i don't know just knowing phoenix it's like they, they might play their slobs they might pay, play like just terrible against all these other rivals but the moment they play against us it's like they want to screw us over oh my it god seems like it right well, it's like, i mean they know how much they're they've gotten under our skin you know they know that and they know they know all of <laughs> they don't forget what happened last season right so yeah, no, they won't play the scrubs against us. They'll they'll come out full force. <laughs> yeah. Although Jared, one thing that I have been saying over the last couple episodes, uh, and this is what made me think, okay, Phoenix is gonna give it their all in these games, even even if they're already qualified, is that they want to get the USL Cup final right and be able to host it should they make it to the final and make sure that the Tampa Bay Rowdies, who are now one point below them, don't actually mm-hmm. reach them. Right. And and they could still pass them at this point because they have one less game that they do just one point away. And so that that's my thing, because we know how much they wanted to host last year's final, which, as we all know, never actually ended up happening against Tampa Bay. But it right. was going to be at Tampa Bay. So they have that in their minds. They, they want to get their final there. But, you know, from the looks of it yesterday, I guess maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they, they really don't care if they if they actually get to host the final or not. Well, let's also remember that they did play against each other in the, in the regular season early in the year. And in fact, they, they played at Lang stadium in Tampa, Tampa ended up beating them two one. So there is that uh, statistic as well. Yeah, that, that's true. So, I mean, I, I guess, I guess they want to get another whoop in if they make it to the final, then <laughs> uh, I guess that that's what, what, what they want to see, but. Yeah, so Phoenix didn't help out. That didn't work out. And I think at this point, Orange County in third place with 40 points and 20 games played 
they have already secured a playoff spot. I think it, it would just be really tough for me to not see them have the playoff spot at this point. And, you know, now they are seven points away from us. We only have nine points remaining in the season uh, to be played or in dispute. And so uh, th- that's why I-, I think that there's no way that we'd be able to reach them. And like I said, right, LA Galaxy 2, 28 games played, 36 points. Oakland Roots, uh, equal amount of games played, 34 points. And then below us uh, is Tacoma Defiance. They have the same points than we do, but one less game. Uh, but we are actually up right now because we've beaten them in the series, uh, which is really great, right? That does play to our advantage. And so here's hoping that Sunday we beat them again. So that way we can keep them below us uh, at, at, at least <laughs> as long as we can. But at this point, we really depend Oakland Roots and LA Galaxy 2. We depend on both of them losing. And if we take a look at what games they have left, here's what we can expect. And let's first take a look at LA Galaxy 2, who we just played against. They are going to host El Paso, which, as I said in the previous show, I think El Paso is a strong team. There's a chance they might beat them. I'd actually be shocked if they didn't, because, again, I'm going to go back to what I said for Phoenix. All the teams want to get as much points as they can. They might be in first place, but you're getting that host advantage for yeah, the main finale. Go. So right. yep. hopefully that happens. But and then they play a bottom dweller. Yeah. Charleston Battery, unfortunately, are not doing great. They are actually pretty bad this season. <laughs> and hopefully maybe because they're actually going to visit Charleston, that might also affect them, right? Because there's the travel time as they have to cross the country to go to Charleston. And then their last two games, they visit Tacoma and then they host their neighbors, Orange County. So I think the Charleston is probably think, the easiest I, one. I, I still think Orange County, I mean, for a minute there, they were on a skid. I still think uh, Orange County, ha- let's look at who Orange County has left to play because they're also in the mix to drop. I mean, let's just pretend we win everything and Orange <laughs> County doesn't. Uh- <laughs> oh, they're playing the lights. Yeah, that, oh, that, God. that's, that's, an, that's an instant lights, win. <laughs> hey, look what the lights just did to Oakland. I mean, come on. But t- Tacoma. Yeah, to Tacoma. Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, I mean, don't count the lights out <laughs> and definitely don't count San Diego loyal out, even though they probably, you know, have enough points to stay where they are. I mean, Orange County, they might not win these matches you know so that's another spot we talked about at the last podcast that could potentially open up if orange county continues a skid so i mean that's uh the third the third place spot that could open up if they if they fail you know so we we got to look at oakland la and orange in my mind and of course tacoma but whatever I just think that at this point, I mean, if we would we would want Orange County to lose all their games, and of course we would have to win everything, right? And it, I don't know. To me, it's just really difficult to imagine that Orange County doesn't get any points out of uh, four right, many games. So basically, we are looking at just Tacoma, Oakland, LA Galaxy, you know, Los Dos, and we're crossing our fingers. That's all we're doing: crossing our fingers and toes. Yep. We're hoping that Los Dos drops points, which they very well could against uh, the El Paso. But not just that, actually. I should backtrack because we actually need them to lose points twice. Because let's recall that if we tie in points against Los Dos, they have a lead advantage over us in, yes, in the overall do. series. And and that 
it's really sad, but because they scored one more goal against us, right? That two nil win uh, a couple of weeks back at home, that gives them that lead, right? Remember we beat them one nil uh, the first time we played against them. And then we have a couple of ties and then that loss two nil. It sucks, but this is why we always want to tell the players don't give up more goals. If you end up losing, let it just be by one goal. Don't give up more, right? Or if you did, always have that in mind. We gave up these two goals. The next time we play against them, we have to play catch up because that's the situation yeah. that what oh. we are in. Okay. And then if we look next. at the roots, though, because the roots, right, is, is the other rival that we have there, just one point above us. But not just that, but we have to make sure we don't tie in points against them because we know that they have the advantage over us in the series. They play Orange County on Saturday, uh, which I, I keep saying that game is going to be pretty good. If you guys get a chance to watch it, check it out. We're not playing until Sunday, so hopefully your Saturday is free to watch it. It'll be at 7 p.m., and I think it should be a really interesting match. And then they uh, travel to Tacoma to play against Tacoma Defiance, travel to San Diego to play against uh, the Loyal, and then they go back home to play against uh, another bottom dweller, Sporting KC2. So almost an automatic three points there. And so I see an automatic three points in Oakland Roots. The other three games, I think, could go either way. But I see him getting the three points and, you know, getting 37. Yep. And so this is why I, this is where my pessimistic side comes out. And this is why I, I feel like after yesterday, not getting those three points, we are in a in a difficult spot where we have to watch their game. We've been in a difficult spot this whole freaking season, Luis. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I feel <laughs> we're not used to this. It's a it's been a freaking <sighs> we've been pa- you know those red X's where it says hit head here. I think we have just been that way all season long. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the wall. Just, just go hit your head. You know, nothing can be done. As coach said, I can coach these guys. I can train them. I can tell them everything that they need to know. I cannot make them play the game the way it needs to be played. Yeah. He goes, I can't. They're not like push button robots, you know? So it's a difficult season. Oh, All yeah. Right. Uh, what, what, so, I, I mean, we could yeah. break down every little <laughs> this and that and this and that, but it doesn't, at this point, it doesn't. It's, yeah, we just need to just freaking win the remainder of our games and see where it goes. We don't yeah. need any more ulcers. No, because my God, every time we talk about the possibilities and the this is and the that's is, it's like Jared's popping the Alka Seltzer gummies or whatever they are. What do you, what is it? The true yeah, Alka Seltzer gum. Yeah. Alka Seltzer gum. Yeah. So, oh. so let's go back to happy talk. Can we talk food again? <laughs> Oh, especially uh, some of the food that I had in Oklahoma City, especially those nachos. Oh, <laughs> oh, nachos. What kind yeah, of nachos? Yeah, you also had squid. You had calamari. Dude, oh, yeah. I have been on the hunt for that calamari, and I ordered calamari that night, and it was horrible. I got it from Macaroni Grill. <laughs> it was, it was oh, that, that explains it. <laughs> I thought I was going to get decent Italian-style calamari, you know, because you the squid thing, and I was going to do the squid thing, and it was like... Oh my God, I'm eating rubber bands. It literally was like oh. rubber bands. So that's kind of been the, the nature of the season here in Sacramento. It's like ordering calamari <laughs> from Macaroni Grill. 
Well, it's not like you're getting it from Olive Garden and thinking it's going to be 100% uh, completely authentic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have no idea what you're getting in that. Oh, mystery meat. Well, so. But it's- but Louise wants to go back to talking freaking stats, whatever heartburn. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll leave my uh, what I was going to add on to toward the end, then. So we'll go ahead and move on, I guess. Whatever, Louise. I was just going to say Sunday seems like it would be a perfect day for some calamari. Oh, oh! It's almost like it's a must, though. I think it. Yeah, it should be a. Okay. Or or maybe maybe if we get the win, then you guys go out for some calamari. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I will go because there are some places where I know I can get really good calamari. So I'll, I'll yeah, I may have to uh, put a, yeah, oh, can we do this? All right. Anybody who's listening to the podcast, right? And once we post it live, either in Sacramento soccer fans or on the, on the Facebook page, put in your choice of where you would go in the Sacramento slash Elk Grove regional area for calamari, good calamari, like good fried calamari with a marinara on one side and tartar sauce on the other side and, mm. and you know, whatever, just put it in. We want to know, we need to find out for Sunday post game, where's calamari. Well, I know there's a co- couple of places uh, here in the Phoenix area. I mean, for I'm not coming not, to not, Phoenix. Not, not, I know, but there's some folks that are going to be, <laughs> and I'm talking about next week. <laughs> you know, for, for, for next week, because but, next week's game is on a Saturday. Yeah. So that means on Sunday, I could probably go out to the East Valley to either raw sushi or up to North Phoenix to Samba's Mediterranean Kitchen, but, which both have bomb ass calamari. But dude, so, yeah, but Tacoma's are the squid bellies. I don't see Phoenix being a sand belly. I mean, come on, you know, a sand something sand mountain do well, i don't know what do you eat when you're well, trying there, to eat the other team well there's also rustler's roost on, uh, on a baseline road that has rattlesnake bites okay you know, rattlesnake oh. would you eat it though i mean like would that be considered eating phoenix phoenix rising it could be i mean techn- technically their logo is a, is a firebird so okay it's not like it's not like we can eat a, a car or anything like that so <laughs> No, and you don't want to eat an endangered species bird, you know. So you could yeah. just eat chicken, then, right? What would you say? Go eat chicken. Chickens. Yep, yeah. just go eat chicken, fried chicken. Some ooh, where can you get good chicken and waffles in Phoenix? Oh, there, oh, there's places. There, there's Lolo's, and uh, there's a couple other places. But for good fried chicken, it's either got to be Winco or Fry's Foods for store bought fried chicken. Okay, I'll tell you what. If we be we that's that's the 30th okay so we're going for fried chicken on the on the 30th doesn't matter if we win or 23rd doesn't matter if we win lose or draw but for the squid billies um this coming sunday, sunday, sunday. yeah you can eat it either saturday or sunday it doesn't matter to me calamari it is on the menu we're eating tacoma we got to eat them See, now that's making me want where on the 30th if there was even any chiba huts out in sacramento getting some of that because I, I had that in San Diego. What? Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut is a, uh, how can I put this way? Uh, a tr- special tree friendly themed uh, s- sub sandwich. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Them special trees. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I- I'm still not sure if I'm clear, but somebody will explain it. You know, somebody. 
Special THC. Okay, got it. We did talk about THC in the last podcast about you guys. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of changing the subject abruptly, since we got off of the stats and back onto food, I saw Tina last night and I got, I got, I was able to give her and um, uh, her friend uh, podcast stickers. Yay, Tina. Rapid change of subject. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was really great. I'm glad. And, and Cher now has more stickers, by the way. I hope to restock her inventory. <laughs> so this Sunday, if you want more, she has more now. And Jared is going to have more on the 30th as well. And one other thing is that you are also going to be noticing some of us sometimes wearing, you know, a possible hat with our logo on it. So <laughs> trucker hat. Seeing that. <laughs> Luis, Luis got us trucker hats. <laughs> so uh. y- y- y'all might be seeing that at the stadium and also during town halls as well. You might be uh, seeing that. And, you know, it's just our, our way to be able to, Help you identify us better. Maybe I can. Not too many people are wearing trucker hats. (laughs) Mother trucker. (laughs) You knew that was coming. (laughs) She's no longer podcast mom. (laughs) Oh, when you have the hat on. No, no. Yeah. When you have the hat on. She's mother trucker. Because she's got a trucker at. Oh my God, we need to close out the podcast. What do we say? Yes. Uh, well, actually, before, because some, inevitably someone's going to call me out on this. And oh my God, we're going to do more we, stats. We, we, oh, yeah. We got to go back and look at the stats. <laughs> because some someone's going to be like, wait, you didn't explain it. You forgot forgot to mention what, what does the lights need to qualify for the playoffs? And I'll, I'll leave it at this. They don't need anything. They're not going to qualify. So there you go. Nope. Good. <laughs> the uh, only the, the only way they're going to do it is if they got a DeLorean and take it to 88 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, who knows? They might still not do it. I, I don't even think they would even be able to do it, even if they did that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Un- unless they turn to Phoenix Rising for some odd reason if they go back and they convince the dear drug bot to put his money in vegas instead of phoenix and yeah nah. well w- what i was really gonna say though was that inevitably someone's gonna point me out if we don't allow jared to do a usl unsolved mystery especially since he's back and i know sharon and i have been doing them so jared uh we'll let you go at it All right. So uh, for this unsolved mystery, uh, we're going to focus on our team. I mean, lately we've been seeing where there have been so many close shots. I mean, we, we, I know it's late in the season and you would think that the players would be up on their accuracy. Granted, there can be some times where it's going to be a rough angle, but the past few games, I have been seeing so many, many uh, shots that probably could just use a little bit more accuracy. I mean, where has the accuracy gone? There have been times or past couple seasons, you know, the unimaginable shots just managed to go in. But now we have clear shots that just end up just whiffing. I mean, what has happened to our accuracy 
other than uh, other than uh, Direct's goal uh, this uh, uh, this past match, but where is the accuracy that we've all gr- uh, come to love? Where has that gone for, from our Republic FC? I know we're used to memories of Roro's uh, rocket shot that ended up folding Vancouver eventually, and even Dan Casey's uh, wild attempt in San Diego, but. We've got to get those heavy percentage shots. I mean, those ones that are practically up close. We got to chip it in a little bit harder, a little bit more accurate. Let's see if we can work on that. And maybe, just maybe, we could win maybe two matches. It'd be great if we could win all three, but accuracy wins matches. Let's win those matches. Let's get that accuracy up. Where can we get more accuracy? Yeah, I'm glad you're bringing this one up because it, we've been really disappointed at how many opportunities we've gotten. If we go to all the games we've had this season, it's just unacceptable to see how many shots on target we get, right? We're not even demanding that every single shot be a goal. Or that would be really nice, but we just want it to actually go towards the goalkeeper, make the goalkeeper work. If the opponent just has a really great goalkeeper that just blocks everything, then that's that's on them right i mean they they just got good luck but if we take a look at like this game in particular we had 26 shots and out of those 26 shots only five were on target that that's just unacceptable right i mean you can't just have five shots on target when you've had games where you maybe shot 13 shots right half of the amount of shots that you had yesterday and you've had these shots on target or sometimes even six or seven and so i don't understand what's going on i think they i don't know they maybe need to practice more their shooting and try that or i i don't know it's just i think that when the players go up to take their shots either one they're under pressure right or two i think that they're just not really at a good angle to pull a shot and they just do a shot just to do a shot and when they have opportunities where they could actually pull the shot and you're almost screaming at them like at the game just take that shot you could take it right there or you just got a good pass just go at it right because we've seen some really amazing goals that are just passes where they don't even stop the ball they just kick it right away and they don't do it so i don't know what's going on and and i'm glad you brought it up as a unsolved mystery because that we don't know what really what's what's the issue here absolutely there's a time and a place for doing shots just for a shot and it's called the pine cove <laughs> yeah i know there was gonna be a, a drum thing yeah so i'll get it, i'll get me coat <laughs> <laughs> i'll go sit over here by the potted plant <laughs> um Interesting that you you're saying that it's an unsolved mystery, but you guys just solved it. You know, it's like that's right. We had to do all the work. <laughs> so funny, as um, always. But, yeah. but 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 we still are taking shots. I mean, we're we're taking shots, so it's okay. We're we're still taking shots. Yeah, we just it's almost like we should have been shooting like this as much earlier because our confidence is getting there. For shooting, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, don't just wait, just get up there and take it. You know, I have to hand it to Malik, you know, for leading the charge on that and Emil too. But sometimes 
like you guys were just saying, there's a little bit of toko toko. It's not quite perfect. Don't know. I did it. And then by the time you get the perfect thing, everybody's closed you down. There's three guys blocking your way and there's no way. And you go, you take the shot and it's like, God, why did he have defender blindness? He shot it right into another player, you know, and it's kind of like you get frustrated. So yes, we just did all the work for the unsolved mystery. So it's no longer a mystery. It's a freebie. Don't worry. We'll, we'll solve it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, Jared put the trench coat on with the tie and the waistband, uh, the uh, belt, the belt at the waist. Yep. Cause that depends, uh, depends on what they have left at Evangelines when I get in on, on the 30th. <laughs> oh God. Don't tell me. You're in... <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what I did one year for Halloween. <laughs> oh, now, now we want to know. Now we need to let everyone know. You said it already, sorry. Ow, my freaking ears! <laughs> Someday I'll have to dredge up the photo. I have a photo. I went as a flasher. Do you remember back in the olden days? I don't, you guys are too young. What the men in San Francisco would do, the flashers, they would like... <laughs> they would... No, Luis, not that flash. <laughs> oh, not that flash. Oh, okay. The guys would wear um, pant legs, but the pant legs would be put on by, you know, like not rubber bands. Oh, gosh, not that either. <laughs> oh, my God. They would like pretend like they had pant legs on. You know, you, you see their business pants, like suit legs, suit pant legs. And then, you know, they had decent shoes on and then they had the overcoat, the trench coat. <laughs> and they'd have the white starch shirt and the nice little hat. <laughs> And they stand on the street corners and flash people because they just look like a regular businessman from the knee down and from, you know, and the trench coat. So I dressed up like that for a Halloween for my office, but I took it a step further. And I'm not going to tell you what I did as far as the further step. <laughs> Someday I'll show you guys the photo if I can find it. <laughs> And then oh. you'll understand what the further step was. And it had nothing to do with the male appendage. But, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's as far. If once the recording ends, I'll, I'll say the rest of it. <laughs> I'm not okay. going to say it right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I had the best of times. <sighs> well, well, Charity, you got to get your uh, uniform ready then. Uh, so we make sure that you... We do a live USL Unsolved Mystery on the 30th, and people can identify yeah. you really quick. They're going to be like, oh, look, there's Jared from USL <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries right there. Uh, fall, fall else fails. If I can't find it, then, you know, maybe maybe perhaps a trucker hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the trucker hat might 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 work at the very least, too. Um, yeah. You could dress up as a trucker, right? I mean, you're, you already have the trucker hat, so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can work out too. Actually, you know what? You, you might have to put the trucker hat over your construction hat, right? Your hard hat. Well, I still, I still haven't even gotten the webbing, the replacement webbing since that, that one busted at the uh, Phoenix game back, back in May. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm probably going to have to either buy, buy a, a hat and Frankenstein off that one and put it on, on the, the stickered one. I mean, worst, worst case scenario, I just pop over to Lowe's and get a replacement hat with the webbing, <laughs> take that webbing off, put it on the old one. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That, that that's a good good solution. And so, yeah. All right. Well, before we say goodbye today, 
If you are not following us on our social medias, please follow us. Uh, you can find us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Search for at State Republic 12. Check us out and find out when we post new episodes and when we are planning to do our live shows, which uh, we are going to have at least one next month. And more details on that. I'm trying to work on getting some former players on as live shows as well. So it's not just on the podcast, but we can actually make them a little bit more interactive and people can submit their questions beforehand or during the live show. And we can have the player actually answer some of those questions for us too. So be on the lookout for that. Once we have a little more details on dates and times, uh, we'll announce them on social. So one more reason to give us a follow on there. All right, great. Well, Sharon, Jared, thank you so much for being on. I really missed seeing both of you on, on here and uh, all that, especially seeing USL Unsolved Mysteries back presented by the creator of it too. And <laughs> we we can, we don't do as great of a job as you do, Jared. So yeah, thank you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I just try to think of anything out there that uh, perhaps we haven't already touched on, but uh, I just look anywhere we, where we can and, and I have you guys to help out uh, as well. So I, mean, I certainly appreciate it. And I can't wait to hear the Phoenix one, by the way. I know the one in the next episode, it's going to be a good one. Probably Phoenix themed. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I know it's uh, a little over a week away, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, th- thank you so much to uh, everyone who listens to the show, as we always like to say. Thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. And you motivate us more and more every day to continue to do this thing that we love to do every day and to also do the live shows, which are a lot of work, but we, we do it for everyone because we like the sport and we want to make sure that y'all continue to be fans and we get some new fans introduced to the sport as well. So have a great night, everyone. And we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. Good night. Good night, everybody. Oh, recording in progress. That's Got what it, it is. <laughs> All right. They haven't well, yet. That's right. Recording in progress. So it's as though it's been recording this whole time and then it tells you recording in progress and it's like well wait a minute it should just say that the recording has started because Luis did you just slip us a mickey and start the recording like 10 minutes ago and so everything I just told you my whole life story is now recorded thanks (laughs) what it probably should what it probably should say is recording now in progress oh there you go yeah it, it should say that right well I mean, you guys will find out if, if it shows up in the bloopers, then oh God. I was recording. <laughs> uh, recording now in progress. All right. It was overall, I think, uh, a good match. For Reg- they ended up being, uh, they ended up beating Jared's, you know, uh, hometown. Or I should say. <laughs> and he me. did not take a toke. He did not take a toke. That was not a toke. Cough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Luis. Luis didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night, so anything we say can make him laugh. And all you can hear in the background is Luis giggling. So I think we've, Jared, high five. We've done our job. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are good. Terry, yeah. so, listening. I, I am fine. It's just, I, uh, yeah, it's it's my sleep. It's nothing else, right? We're not, not that we're in that theme, but. But as far as keeping watch over the USL Saturday night. Uh, I'm going to have to leave that in your hands because I actually have uh, tickets to see the Doobie Brothers at Auction Pavilion this Saturday. Oh, okay. 
However, the game is on Sunday, so that does not take you off the hook for Sunday night. Did I say it takes me off the hook for Sunday? No, I'm talking about uh, keeping track of the other matches on Saturday. Oh, oh <laughs> blooper. Luckily, we got the blooper section. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> uh, well, catch up, Sharon. Catch up. 